This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is very hot today. Oh, yes. Believe it or not, <laughs> it is 42. You know, when I came into the Pulse 95 studios today, the security guard who measures our temperature, he was like, oh, I got a high record today. One measure, one person measured 49 degrees Celsius. 49, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> I, come, I come in and it was around 43. Oh, wow. And he, I'm like, brother, if I was 43, <laughs> I'd, I wouldn't be standing right here. And he was like, I'll just go inside. I mean, it's really hot. And um, hopefully soon we will have uh, cooler weather. I do hope so. But we're talking about Virgin Galactic today and how its founder, Richard Branson, does aim to fly to space on July 11th. Yes, indeed. It's it's basically a competition between Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. Who makes it to space first? Well, you got to stay tuned to find out more about it. Coming up on today's show, we have lots of tech news happening right here in the UAE since the UAE Second National Astronaut Program has already started talking all about going to the International Space Station mm-hmm. on its second mission. What are the latest updates? We're going to be giving you a quick brief on that in just a few moments. And for our apps all around the world, say Segment, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about what's up once again and how it will soon let its users choose the video quality before sharing so you can choose for high definition and maybe even lower. Yes, indeed. In the news all about Twitter, we have a good update to talk about because Twitter is considering allowing certain users to limit who sees their tweets and basically create like a little bit of a cult or a friends group for every single tweet. Yes, yeah, like close friends Instagram story, but yep. for tweets, which I'm against. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that once uh, we start. But we're talking about a mask that will test you for COVID-19 while you're wearing it. I mean, that is really, really awesome. And I do believe it has something to do with the saliva in your um, your your mouth, or even something with um, the breath, air particles yeah. in your chest. Ladies and gentlemen, four two one five do it a slot or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio. What do you think about these stories, and what story are you most excited about for? But we're talking about love, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and maybe one day we can all love again. <laughs> Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Jeff Bezos versus Richard Branson. This is the new race that we're talking about whenever we talk about the space race because both of them are founders of one of the most well-known commercial space tourism companies. Richard Branson is the founder of Virgin Galactic and Jeff Bezos is the founder of, was it Blue Origins? <laughs> Space Blue X. Origin, yes. Yes. So SpaceX, SpaceX is Elon Musk, Omnia. Oh my God, I'm, I'm mixing all of them you, up. You didn't know <laughs> my favorite favorite person oh, uh, his company his company oh i know but they're all so similar because they're all commercial space mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. um but virgin galactic is basically trying to win the space race because richard branson is aiming to fly to space on the 11th of july which basically means he'll be beating jeff bezos who is expected to launch his very own space tourism rocket on the 20th of july so richard branson will be beating him by nine days yes now we do know he will be one of the six people on board and is aiming to beat his fellow entrepreneur is not any fellow entrepreneur, is billionaire fellow entrepreneur.
entrepreneur. I mean, imagine, you know, yeah, you're a billionaire and you guys are competing, right? That's like uh, Batman stuff. <laughs> but uh, again, he, Jeff Bezos, is, is expected to fly in his own space tourism rocket on July 20th. But now we're looking at Richard Branson coming in on July 11th. Now, in a tweet, he does say that he's always been a dreamer and his mom taught him to never give up and to reach for the stars. And on July 11th, it is time to turn that dream into reality. So we're looking at how he made the statement or news via Twitter. Now, dubbed Unity 22, the vision or the mission will mark the company's first fully crew tested flight of the VSS Unity space plane. And it will carry two pilots and four mission specialists, including Mr. Branson. Yes, indeed. Now, one thing that I think or I find particularly interesting about every commercial space company is their aim. All of them come out saying that their main aim is to open up space for humankind. They want to change the world for good. They want to give an opportunity for everyone to go ahead and visit outer space. But when, but when we look at the price of a single seat on those commercial space companies and space flights, it costs an arm and a leg. So how are we opening space to humankind? Arm and legs are cheaper. <laughs> How are we opening it to humankind when it's this expensive? But Mr. Branson does aim to evaluate his private astronaut experience. He will undergo the same exact training, preparation and flight as every other astronaut goes through. Mm -hmm. Now, the company will use all of his observations from his own flight training and space flight experience to basically enhance the journey for all upcoming young astronauts. Now, I don't think... It's being marketed as, oh, he's taking it upon himself to try out all this training. But in reality, no one can go to outer space, not without, even a tourist, yes. without doing some form of mm -hmm. physical and mental training. Yes. Now, we're also looking at two additional test flights that are planned before the company does expect to start commercial service in 2022. So we're looking at next year. Now, we do know the company has nearly 600 reservations for paying customers on a future space flights at a ticket that does cost around two hundred and fifty thousand oh dollars <laughs> so we can say around a million dirhams so we're looking at over 600 people that have over a million drums to spend on a ticket to space now this will actually be the first time virgin galactic will share a global live stream of the space flight and just last month it did receive regulatory approval to fly customers into space which does move the industry one step closer to reality now if i had a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. A million dirhams. If I had a billion, yes, mm -hmm. I would pay a million dirhams. Okay. But if I had a hundred million, I wouldn't pay it. One million, I can buy a house. I mean, honestly, I, I it just it, it gets me frustrated that they keep using the tagline of their companies as opening up space to humankind. That's the no rich kind. <laughs> exactly. That's no form of of full humankind. Let us know what your thoughts are about this and. If you had a million dirhams, would you spend them on a trip to outer space? Our text lines are open for 215. Do it to Salat or sign into RDMs at Pulse95 Radio. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. The UAE is in talks with the international partners to secure a second mission to the International Space Station. Now, the astronaut program chief Salim al-Murri does say discussions with Russia and the United States are underway 
And ladies and gentlemen, this is just another feat that will be soon demolished by the UAE. They will they will finish this accomplishment just like they did many other achievements. Now, we're looking at the UAE and how they're exploring a deal with the international partners for its second mission to the ISS, which is the International Space Station. Now, the process of securing a mission is pretty complex, and it would have to be one that does bring value to the Emirati Space Program and the partner space program. Obviously, we want all sides to win. We want the Russians, the Americans to win, and at the same time, we want to win as uh, as the, the UAE. Now, I'm looking at how the more we're kind of um, in cooperation or have these um, collaborations yeah. with the international uh, partners, it's going to be much easier to go to International Space Station and at the same time, there is plans from Russia or China, I think, to create their own. Yes. So maybe one day we might have a joint or we'll create our own space stations in space. Absolutely. Now, one of the biggest space conferences actually took place uh, last week. It's called the Global Space Exploration Conference. It took place in St. Petersburg, Petersburg yes. in Russia. And this event actually... It was over the span of a couple of days. It brought together different engineers, scientists, entrepreneurs, educators, and even space agency representatives and policymakers. All of them were discussing the future of space exploration. And during that event, we actually heard the famous line from the Major uh, Haza al-Mansouri, who was saying that in outer space, borders basically disappear and we're all one. We're all coming from one land, exploring another outer space. Now, they're currently in negotiations. They're discussing Emirati space missions with international partners and they are planning to find different ways mm -hmm. to send the next Emirati to the International Space Station. They're going to announce the next mission in time when they are ready and when they believe that everything is set for it to basically leave. But we do, when we look back in time, we do observe the first mission, the UAE collaborated with the Russian space agency, uh, Rosmocosmos, which was basically training all the the, the astronauts, yes. Major Hazza al-Mansouri and the backup astronaut, Sultan al-Niyadi. They were undergoing the training and they even went on board on a Russian rocket, the CEO's rocket. Ever since then, the commercial space industry was basically revived and we've seen astronauts traveling on SpaceX rockets. We've seen NASA planning the next trip to the moon. So the space race, I feel like, has been awakened ever since the UAE uh, kind of started it. And I'll tell you why, Omnia. Now, we do know back in 2019, Major Hazza al-Mansouri did become the first Emirati to reach space and did spend those eight days on the International Space Station. And just a year later, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al-Maktoum, who is the vice president and ruler of Dubai, did say that more Emiratis would be sent to space this decade. So we're looking at a 10-year plan to send more Emiratis to space. Now, for its first mission, the UAE did collaborate with Russian Space Agency, just like you said, Omnia. So more collaborations with Russia and America does mean more future chips for us. Yes, and we've also seen the UAE eyeing the moon. The Russia drover is actually uh, planning to make it to the moon in the year 2024. So we have plans to reach the International Space Station once again, Mars. Mm -hmm and even the moon. Let us know what are you most excited about. Which part of those trips do you think is the most intriguing? Our text lines are open. 4215, Durit Salat, or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But coming up, we're talking all about WhatsApp. Making, chatting, and sending videos become a lot, a lot faster and much more seamless. Pulse95.
95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? You know, today's app news is one app that I prefer and the other that Hani prefers. Because WhatsApp is my, and I think a lot of people's go-to messaging app. And a lot of the times when you send out videos on WhatsApp, quality can be diminished. And sometimes the quality is so good that it takes a lot of time to send. So now, WhatsApp has decided to start testing out a new feature that allows users to share videos in high quality. And... Can I just say, I'm so happy that they launched this because I'm not sure if you've noticed, Tani, but when you take videos on iPhone, the Mm -hmm. iPhone 12 Pro Max, Mm -hmm. which basically promises you spectacular quality, Mm -hmm. you come to send the video on WhatsApp and it arrives in not even bad quality. 140p. The worst of the worst. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, compression, you know, they want to make it a yeah. little bit lighter on what's up. And uh, we're looking at how now a lot of people are asking for it. Now, we do know a lot of people use what's up to send professional pictures. So what's the point of me sending a professional picture or video if it will be compressed? Now, we do know the name of the feature or that update is video upload quality. And it's actually currently under development, and so far it is not available for the public. But according to a couple of leaks or news articles, the feature will be available for users in a future update. And this new feature has been currently released as part of What's Up Android Beta version 2.21.14.6. Now, in a future update, users will be able to choose the video upload quality by picking one of three options, Mm -hmm. namely... Auto, which is the recommended, best quality, and data saver, which I is like great. The names. Yeah, because if you want to send uh, the automatic ones, you don't really care about the quality, send it. If you want the best quality, send it. If you want a data saver, you want you you want them to kind of focus more on the sound. Yeah. Send it. Now, we're looking at how this will be very, very, very useful for people who don't have enough let's say gigabytes per day True. right some people don't have enough you want to uh, save up your data. cellular data yeah. yeah and some people they want to send very high quality professional videos or um let's say a montage of of, of some sort yeah and you have the number one hey i'm here right now with my friends see mama i'm not <laughs> out doing bad things and you send it right that's the auto recommended True. And I think also, it, just like you've mentioned, it depends on what's more important in the video. You know, if what you're sending is not necessarily like picking colors in a home or, um, I don't know, life changing where the colors and the quality of the video really matters, then you can just choose the quicker and the faster option of the data saver. Um, also, what's, what I think is interesting is giving that choice to users will allow all of them to basically think a little bit before sending out videos mm-hmm. think about what they what matters most when they send out the video and at the same time if you want something to be high quality picture perfect you can also do that seamlessly let us know what do you send most on whatsapp text messages voice notes or videos and do you like this new feature would you like to see it soon coming to iphones our text lines are open for 215 do it to a lot or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio coming up we're talking all about twitter allowing us to now basically limit certain tweets to certain friends you're, you're listening, listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download
Weird times, ladies and gentlemen. It is really weird times. You can never expect anything anymore. Everything is the unexpected, mm -hmm. right? And in the world of apps, and especially when it does come to Twitter, Twitter has been, has been doing a lot of things unexpectedly. And we're talking about how Twitter today has considered to let you limit tweets to, I quote, trusted friends, right? Uh, I feel like this is going to cause a lot of issues. This will <laughs> this will backfire in a way. Yeah. And Not issues on Twitter. I feel like issues between friends on Twitter because it's going to be like, I don't know. It's like a trust. It's like a close friend story on Instagram or private story on Snapchat. Yeah. But now it is tweets. You can pick a specific audience for your tweets. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> if you would, if like uh, logically, yeah. if you wanted to keep things private, you would you make your account it. private. Yeah. And it's not just that. I feel like, you know, nowadays, a lot of issues are actually coming out in between friends and between family members. A lot of issues are rising from the fact that many times people would create like stories that are only visible to certain people and not others. You got what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like. Oh, I had you have a lot of people come up to you, be like, "Oh, why am I not on your private story? Or yeah. why am I not on your friends list, friends Insta story, Snapchat story, you name it?" So Twitter is kind of copying that design, yeah, which I think is interesting. <laughs> now we do know that many Twitter users already do have multiple accounts to separate their work and personal lives. Now, often one of them being a private to prevent sharing personal news too publicly. But features like the trusted friends will actually um, kind of allow for the same functionality from a single account. So they do want to kind of have a one-stop shop. You know, yeah. everything is at one place at one time. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. You know. I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of people have private accounts, and I personally do have a private account, and where it's all my close trusted people that mm -hmm. I know, and I keep them on, which it's working fine. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's still, look, it's still an early idea. So it's still the idea is still in its very early stages. None of it is an active development yet. But the way Twitter is looking at it is it would basically launch what they call facets or I hope it, I'm pronouncing it right. It's facets. So it allows you to categorize every tweet. You get to choose who sees that tweet, just like you get to choose who sees every Insta story or let's say who sees your Snapchat private story. Yes. Now, I think uh, a lot of people would kind of opt for this option. Me personally, so? I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would kind of feel kind of scared that I would tweet something and, uh, you know. Don't know. You didn't limit it. To I certain, didn't limit yeah. it to certain people. And, you know, once it's on the interwebs, uh, you're doomed <laughs> from there. But, I mean, I can't really go too deep into it. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because this is more like a personal preference, right? Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of people... Even, you know, even on Instagram, right? You do have a close friend story. Yeah. But even on Instagram, a lot of these famous people, yeah, famous influencers uh, that are based right here in the UAE, mm. I've stumbled on their private accounts, mm. right? Like, let's say, for example, I'm an influencer, right? Mm. Uh, my Instagram is Hanny123, right? Yeah. I'll have probably a, fi a private account called Hanny321, mm. right? They'll change it up a little bit and only be to close and personal friends. Yeah. Now, what I... You know, the the feature was previewed on some websites and the way they portray it is, let's say we have someone called Brad. Brad has an account or tweets that are just his own profile. Then he has certain tweets that he would only like his colleagues at work to see. So he called it Brad at work. 
and you basically click and choose which kind of like which personality which persona do you want to portray right now which persona do you do you want to live right now so that only people that see that personal personality of you or see that persona get to watch get to see your tweets mm. uh, another feature that twitter is actually considering to launch pretty soon is one that would let you specify certain pr- certain phrases that you don't want to see in the replies to your tweets, which I think is a genius feature because let's say with influencers, a lot of people get so much hate on Twitter. It can be a very toxic environment. So let's say if you choose not to see any tweet that says X is uh, heavyweight or fat or I don't know, he's mean. You don't want to see those phrases. Twitter alone will just remove those phrases yeah. from your They'll replies. Filter them out. Yeah. Now, you have a good point, but again, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people would use the feature, but a lot of people would also still opt to have a private account. Oh, okay. Right? Because, uh, again, we've seen Instagram have it, right? Mm. Instagram, public account and everything, but at the same time, they want an account solely for their friends. Yeah. Especially when it does come to influencers. If I was famous on Instagram... Mm. I would probably create a fake account. Not fake, a private account. <laughs> right? I'd probably create a private yeah. account just for my close friends, you know. Uh, just to get your own privacy. Exactly. I, like- I mean, have close friends around, post pictures of me and yeah. my family. And, you know, you don't want the whole world to know who's your mama. Yeah. Right? True. So, I mean, I think that would be, I think uh, already the framework that Twitter kind of plays on is already uh, good. And, you know, the old saying, what's not broken, don't fix it. <laughs> 4215-Dort-Slots or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about COVID-19 and how a mask can detect if you have it, as long as you're wearing it. And uh, if you're dancing in the moonlight, ladies and gentlemen, dance with me. I'm a good dancer, by the way. I can do the Macarena. Oh, I know that one. Macarena. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m. Every single day, the world is looking for a better, faster, and much more accurate way of testing for COVID-19. This has got to be one of the most innovative ways that I've seen on the market, and it's a face mask that can test you for COVID-19 while you wear it. Mm -hmm. It kind of seems like the dream come true to basically curb the transmission of the virus, especially when we see the rise in the new variants that have been out there, the Delta variant that has been keeping the entire world on its toes. Yes, don't remind me about that dental. 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 Someone's thinking of the dentist. The Delta variant. I mean, uh, we kind of thought for a moment that we were done with COVID. You know, everyone was getting vaccinated. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, a new strain has came out. Mm-hmm. And now you guys have to be extra safe because it does transmit easily. Now, we have a kind of gadget that will help you be more protected. Now, we're talking about a mask that will test you for COVID-19 while you're wearing it. And it is an embedded sensor analysis that droplets in your breath that gives you a result within just 90 minutes. Now, it is as accurate as the PCR test used in labs, and you don't even have to stick a swab up your nose, which a lot of people don't like, mm-hmm. me kind of included. <laughs> but the mask does, uh, or was developed at the Harvard University Institute, and it is based on a new kind of biosensor technology that frees dried proteins and biomolecules 
that are embedded in paper. Lots of big words, but <laughs> the thing, number one thing that you should know is that you don't have to stick anything in your nose again. Yes, indeed. So whenever we're wearing face masks, I think this is the thing, the one thing that really bothers me about the mask is your breath kind of comes out. You can feel the breath, you know, and the water droplets that are coming out as mm. air, they condense because of the heat. So with this new invention, these water droplets are actually being used for testing. And the sensor basically reacts, the sensor in the mask will react in a certain way mm -hmm. when it detects particles of the genetic material of the COVID-19 virus. So the inventors of these masks do believe that they could potentially help contain all the local outbreaks because every person who's wearing the face mask is getting tested for COVID-19 regularly as they're wearing it. You know, there's no need to go ahead and get an external PCR test because this mask is just measuring it automatically. And what I even love more about this is the results of your testing that you're doing as you're wearing the mask, they get sent to your smartphone. So whenever you need to showcase proof that you've tested for COVID-19, all you have to do is pull up the report that comes straight to your smartphone. Yes, and that is very important because we do know uh, in Abu Dhabi, the capital of the UAE, uh, you need your Al Husn app to move around over yeah. there. You need you need it to show uh, to get into restaurants, public places, etc. And uh, with a mask that is that easy. So let's say, for example, you live mm. in Fujairah, right? Mm. You put on that mask and you drive, right? By the time you reach the border. You'll have multiple tests. Yeah, done it's 90 minutes then. done. You're already ready and good to go. Mm -hmm. And I do believe this is a very, very, very initiative because innovative because this way a lot more people will be inclined to get tested. Yeah. A lot of people have fear of sticking things up their nose mm -hmm. and me being one of them. Let us know your guys' thoughts for 215 slots or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you be more inclined to have a mask on or the quick one, which is the PCR in and out? just like that let us know your thoughts but future talk is coming to an end we want to wish you a beautiful afternoon but keep Pulse 95 locked because coming up is the only place to be at three the halftime show with Omar al he has a very exciting show in store for all of you discussing different topics regarding mental health physical health and the world of sports it's a show that you do not want to miss mm -hmm. if you want to if you're going to miss us you can catch us again tomorrow same time same place from 2 to 3 p.m. only here on Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.